0: Our sister tribe is steeped in the belief that women support women. The world becomes a more connected place. The tribe was built on a foundation of strength, love, and community. We are a group of women on a journey of transformation through mindful practices and intentional living. This pathway of endless discovery will create space for greater shifts within each phase of life. Welcome. My name is Jean Wilbert, and I'm a trained yoga therapist and wellness advisor. I've been teaching yoga for 15 years, and I specialize in sound and energy work as well as trauma. Our Sister Tribe podcast has a mantra. We learn it, we live it, and then we lead it. I will help you to discover blind spots you may not realize you had, as well as help you recognize your inner potential. Remember, our story is not to limit us in life, but to help guide us to our full awareness. The answers you seek are within. You simply need to hear them. So come join us on this journey with both an open mind and an open heart. Let's get started. Hi everyone, I am so glad to be back. I am Jean, I am your host. So I'm grateful that you're back. The, The Sister Tribe is back for the fall. I took the summer off uh, to travel and be with friends and family and take a break and just kind of figure out like where did I want to take this podcast. And what I definitely decided was to make these podcasts just really short and simple and to always bring you just some really quick nuggets to make you think about or maybe to inspire you or maybe um, just taking a shift in, in a thought process. I, I, I've i interviewed some really amazing women and those are probably a little bit longer, but nothing I love is to hear other women's stories and their accomplishments or even their struggles of how they got to where they got to today. And so I'm interviewing lots of women in our sister tribe and I hope that you'll enjoy that this month. But to to go right into it, to, to share with you, I, I wanted just to quickly give you some three things that I really felt maybe needed to be heard and, and to be said because I felt like they really landed really, um, I don't want to say heavy, but it's really at my heart. Like I really thought, Oh my gosh, I really don't want to forget these three things because I felt that they were really, really powerful. Um, So first off is that the, the energy for this month, for September, this podcast is coming out September 6th of 2022 and what I have read and what I've have heard from all the energy people is that, that we have to really step in to being brave, that there is this duality going on from, from joy to grief to anger into love into worrying into confidence so there's this healing and this really deep awakening at the same time that we're we're actually being called um to make a shift in our life and maybe it's already happening maybe you feel like there is these shifts going on with with a job with with relationships with your health um it's really about connecting the mind and the heart to get them in sync. And what I found really fascinating and there's so, so much of it is, is so relatable to, to yoga. And when, when they had said Prune Harris, had said, when you connect the heart and mind, think about it, that when you connect the heart and mind, what's in between, it's the throat. And in the world of yoga, it, this is the throat chakra and it's all about, I speak. And when you connect the heart and the mind together, it has to go through the throat. And because it's about being brave, because it's about speaking your truth, being your authentic self, that pay attention if you feel like you're stuffing your words down because the throat can be this graveyard of emotions and of thoughts and of feelings. So really pay attention this month if you're expressing your true self and that you don't stuff or swallow your, your feelings or emotions or if you feel like you're not saying what you really wanna say because it's just gonna get stuck here. It's gonna get stuck in your neck and your neck is gonna have issues. I promise you, speak your truth. And, and pay attention if you feel like you're being pulled towards something new. And see how you feel about it. You know, a lot of times we don't wanna get uncomfortable when something new is being um, presented in our lives. But sometimes when something is being new and when you're being shifted, it it, it is, it's time to open up that door, even if it's uncomfortable, because there's something greatness on the other side. I promise you. I, I mean, I definitely know that, 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 that's personally happening with me. Like I feel the shifts. I feel like there's just so many things that that I feel like I I want to do now like I I I wanna, I want to I want to sell my house. I I want to downsize. I want to I want to simplify my life just just in all directions with um we've made a shift me and my husband. We're doing this intermittent fasting, you know, we're we're eating less, we're we're, you know, we're doing less. Uh, you know, that we're just trying to get rid of things, we're purging um, giving things away. And, and, you know, when, when this whole thing came in in September, when they said that there's going to be the shift, like me and my husband have been like pulled into it already from August. And so see if, you know, how's it making you feel, you know, with, with the shifts that you feel that are going on. So that's, that's something to just kind of pay attention to maybe even start to journal about it. Uh, but, um, I'm really open to it to tell you the truth. I I'm ready for a, for a shift like that. But to to know that there's only from this day forward, September sixteenth, sixteenth September sixth, um, there is a hundred and sixteen days left in twenty twenty two, which really is you know four months. So when you when you wrap your head around that, there's four months left of this year. I want you to sit back and think. You know, it's kind of like. Did did you set a goal at the beginning of January? Have you accomplished those goals? Have you have you have you bailed on them? Did you have a vision at the beginning of the year and then did something derail you? It's never too late to restart it. Never too late to begin again. This is the month. This is the month to begin again. Right? So how do you do that how do you begin again to to reconnect with those intentions or those goals first off i'll say it every time you need to connect with people surround your people that will help you to to get back into it swing back in to what you wanted to accomplish what was it right sometimes you have to write it back down sometimes you have to Write down those goals again. I know that I recently wrote down goals. Now we have goals again for next year. My husband already started that. There's goals that I looked at my vision board that I, I, didn't, I didn't follow through with. And I'm just going to restart and, and go back into those. But I wrote them down. I rewrote them and actually stuck them back to my vision board and just did it again. One of the things that I know when we get derailed, um, and it could be anything, things happen, right? Job, sickness, you know, relationships, people just, there's a shift. Things happen and it kicks you off that rail. What I did when I read this summer, which I know it's crazy, it is just so crazy. It's a book from 1960. It was written in 1960. And I was a young girl that actually referred me to this book and she's like it, she took my yoga class and she was like I just feel like you would love this this guy and his name is Earl Nightingale and I was like oh okay you know and so she's like just just read this book lead the field she goes, I, I I know for some reason you're gonna love it and I've never even met this girl before and literally she was probably I'd say mid-20s and so I actually got it on Audible and I listened to it. It's a 4-hour Audible book. Super easy to listen to. I drive a lot to work. One one is 40 minutes, so I got through this book like within 3 days. And I felt like it wasn't anything that I didn't already know, but there was things that I didn't really No, I I know that's confusing, but it was like things that we already know, but it's the way he talked about it. And what I loved about his writing is that he's a storyteller and he always had this really cool story in the chapter. So you can really kind of relate to it. And what I'm sharing this with you is because the very first chapter, he called it the magic word. And that we all need to remember this magic word this whole book was really about 12 um principles of just being successful in your life and he's not talking about money successful whatever you do right so that first chapter he said the magic word and the magic word was attitude that we should always remember our attitude if you just look up the word attitude In the actual dictionary. All it means is that the position or the bearing is indicating as an action, a feeling, or a mood. It's our actions, feelings, and moods that determine the actions and feelings of moods of other people and how they treat us. He says that our attitude tells the world what we expect in return. That's powerful. Let's just face it. Have you ever just, you know, talked to your partner or a friend and they just have such a bad attitude about the weather or about the news or about the their, the company they work for or about their part? I mean, it's just like, do you know somebody that's just kind of negative? Like their attitude is always, you know, like uh uh-uh. uh. I mean, it just gets to you, right? You don't, I don't want to be around people that have a bad attitude about life. I don't, I'll be honest with you. I don't have, I don't have patience for people that are just look at life negatively. And what I loved about this book, Lead the Field, and it's not anything different than what I believe in in yoga. There's a cause and effect. Each morning we can establish our attitude. Each morning we create our day. There is, there is nothing there is no, you can't blame anybody or anything of how your day goes because it's all based on attitude. How we finish off this year is going to be our attitude. How we finish up those goals, those visions, right? Our attitude. Because we, 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 we are the only ones that are responsible for our lives. We are. We can't blame and shame anybody or anything. We can't blame the weather. Come on. Right? So look at it as nothing can change until we do. We always have to point the finger at ourselves when we change and when we change our attitude, we can change our world. We can change our relationships. We can change our job. We can change anything. It all begins with your attitude. Right? Alter the mind, choose your mood. There's no denying in that, right? The frame of mind is a reflection of what you're feeling inside. And I am not saying I am always up and I'm always perky and I'm always happy, but I definitely now have a huge awareness of when I start to get a bad attitude about something. And I always sit back and think, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to let it happen. I need to be powerful. And and I'll 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 give you an example. When I I have been teaching for 15 years, and I've been teaching at this one club for 12 years, and of course, you know, you establish this this community, and you know, the classes are are really they're fairly full. They're not. all the time but fairly full I have to really admit they're full so you get this you know and it's probably is ego or you you get this where you're so expected like you do a class and you know the people are going to come and stuff and then I went over to a new club and they're not familiar with how we teach and we have a really different way of teaching and the, the classes started to dwindle and They started to like, you know, they were like, you know, 30 people in a class and then they started to dwindle to 20 and then they started to dwindle to 10. And then I was getting eight to 10 people each class. It was humbling. I, I, it was almost like I had to like come out of that. Okay. Just because you, people like you at one club doesn't mean people are going to like me over here. And I would go with a really bad attitude because I was only teaching to 10 to 12 people in a class. And that's because you know, you, you, you get, we get in this expectation because we we put our heart and our soul, and I you know I put so much attention to what I'm talking about and my music and the sequencing, and I just couldn't get past this ten or twelve people. I just couldn't. And when I read this book and listened to it, and I I thought it's my attitude. I'm coming in with a bad attitude, and it was like this complete shift that I did. And once I changed my attitude once I started to go in there and just being grateful for teaching to those eight to 12 people and just really giving them my full attention and the power of focus to them, everything changed. Everything changed. My classes are back up again and I'm finally pulling those people back in. And it was amazing how you change your attitude. It's a, it's a vibration, right? Whatever you're thinking, whatever you're feeling, it's a vibration. You're putting it out there. I know this. But I kept dragging this, this, oh, I'm only teaching eight or ten people. And that's rude. It's bad. It's really a bad attitude to have. And now I'm just like, even I get those days where it happens, where, you know, you get ten people. And I'm just so grateful for each and every one of them. I make time for each and every one of them. I look them in the eye and thank them for coming. I try to talk to each and every one of them before I even start class. And again, that was a game changer for me. And it's a game changer now with everything that I do. And I had heard on this, um, I know, which is weird. It was a pod. It was not a podcast. It was an interview of Howard Stern. And I know Howard Stern, but I love his interviews. And, you know, we as a society now are, are getting so consumed of how many likes we have on social media and how many people are looking at all our stuff and how many people are commenting and, And, you know, it's the same thing. We start to cultivate this attitude, you know, like, oh my God, what's wrong? Why isn't anybody liking my stuff? And again, when I read this, I, I went right to, to, you know, to like social media and I'd heard this interview and he had asked this singer, I don't even know who he is. I looked him up. I still didn't know who he was, but he asked him, he said, he said, will you all, will you always sing? And will you always write, you know, music? And he said, Absolutely. And he said, I got this advice from Neil Young, which I do know. (laughs) And he said, Neil Young, I had asked him that. Are you ever tired of singing or or writing music? And he said, absolutely not. And he said, I will always continue to sing and I will always continue to um, write music. And he goes, because this is the attitude that I have. And the attitude is this. If one person got something out of that song or the lyrics... Or liked it one person he goes then I'm making a difference it doesn't have to be a hundred thousand people that like that song if one person likes it then I'm doing my job and I'm making a difference that whole comment totally changed my attitude with everything that I'm doing in life with with the sister tribe with this podcast with teaching yoga you know what, if you make a difference with one person, that changes everything. That to me is keeping a positive attitude, period. So the last thing that I want you to do, I want you to write three things down that you really, really want to finish up and do at the end of this year. What is it? Do you want to create a side hustle? Do you want to, to create a, a, a new project or build something? Do you want to save money? Do you still want to go on that trip? What is it? Do you need to, to, to write it down? Write it down. And this is, I listened to another podcast. I'm always listening to podcasts or interviews or reading or whatever, but this is another one. If you've never listened to a resilient mind podcast, it's a great one. And I was listening to this one podcast. It was called um, the power of focus and it was Bob Proctor. And I loved it. I think I listened to that podcast, I, on, and I'm not exaggerating, at least 15 or 16 times. It was just so good. And it, he talked about just, you know, how do you, how do you focus? And, of course, it's not anything different than what we talk about in yoga. Everything is a vibration, right? We are only limited to the weakness of our attention. We are only limited to the weakness of our attention. And when we put our attention or a focus on something, it's a vibration, And I love this because, because me and my husband have these goals for next year, like already. And he said this, and I'm sure he was like talking about for men, but you know, we can all use it. And I just kind of rearranged it, what he said, but he was talking about, you know, write your goals down on a card or a piece of paper and you need to put it somewhere where you can touch it. And he said, you know, put it in your pocket. And, and you know, men always are putting their hands in their pockets for their money or their wallet or, or whatever it may be. And he said, when you do that, there's a sensory factor and it sends these messages to your central nervous system and it strikes the cells of the brain and then it gets active, activated. And then your goal, whatever you wrote down, it actually becomes like this picture in your mind and it literally goes into your subconscious mind because you're thinking about it. And every time you touch it, it goes into You should visualize like, this is my goal. This is what I wanted. And he goes, you just do that over and over and over again because when you have this awareness, you begin to change your belief system and your subconscious mind. Right? So if you need to get what something done by the end of this year, write it down, put it somewhere where you can actually touch it. So I have it on our refrigerator. We actually have to kind of touch it when I open up the refrigerator and it's there in front of me and I read it every time. These goals that we want to do for next year and I actually wrote it and put it in my to my office. I have to touch it every time I sit down at my desk and it's in my car so I can see it. And just visualizing and putting it in my mind putting it in my mind and then I did I revisited my vision board at the beginning of the year and just thought did I am I following through with this stuff and I was so proud of myself there is things that have accomplished already and that pleases my soul so much but there's things I have came off like I have dropped off and I'm just rewrote it rewrote it and just stapled it and put it back on so That's what I want you to do. I want you to just refocus, drive through, be brave, make a a leap that you probably thought you would never do. I had saw that they had said when, when, you know, when at the end of the year say you're at a party or you're talking to somebody at work and what if somebody asks you, how was your 2022? Which I think we should all ask someone or a handful of people at the end of the year, how was your 2022? you probably be awakened, right? Now, I know that, of course, we all want to say, you know, it was a great year. We want to answer that. We want to answer it, it was a great year. And yes, we are not going to get out of, like we've all had, and I personally have had, you know, struggles, like certain things that have happened to me, like things people have said to me, like woo, like pulled the carpet underneath me. But I'm going to tell you overall, all of that like, ooh, ugliness is, is, was just learning edges, right? So don't look at everything that you have had to put so much effort in or that had like tore you down to your core because those are such gifts because I, one of my friends said to me that we will never, ever really appreciate joy, joy if we never really experience suffering or grief, because when we suffer and when we have this grief, you know, all we want to do is get out of it. And when we get out of it, and we're in this place of joy and happiness and gratitude, oh my gosh, you can appreciate it so much. And there's like, this a stronger feeling for it because you conquered it and you were courageous and you had tenacity, right? You are so determined to pull yourself out of that darkness, whatever it may be. And if you're in that darkness right now, know that you're not alone. There are so many people going through stuff. So many. But I want you to dig down deep because we all are so strong. We are. Find your people. Find your people to help you conquer your goals or get you out of that darkness because the light is there. The light is there. The love is there. I want you to have the most amazing rest of your day. And have the most amazing, successful, happy September. Until next time. Much love. This is Jean each week on our sister tribe 1.2 podcast. We strive to provide you with the tools to empower each and every one of you to find your true self. Be sure to tune in next week where I touch on another beautiful element in our journey of discovery. In the meantime, find us on Instagram and Facebook and join our private women's group. And don't forget to subscribe. Namaste.